You're listening to the Wild Dogs Podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Val. Uh, so we're uh, up to week 15. Uh, we went, uh, I think we went on the three contests. We went uh, three and two at uh, Snoqualmie, beat the point spread. I think we went two, didn't we go two and three at the other two? Yeah, we didn't do that great. And we almost, almost got four and one. It was that darn Miami game on Monday night. That was oh, a, that was a they ter- were up by 14 points. That was a terrible bad beat. I, I thought we, I thought there was a chance we could get them to cover. They got to 14. They had, we had the spread at a minus 13, which uh, very chalky, but to be honest, I thought that Miami was going to roll. Uh, they just did not play very well in that game. And then their defense just completely blew it at the end. So Instead of four and one, which would have been a good week, we end up three and two at uh, the beat the point spread uh, challenge, our pigskin challenge. Uh, you know, so uh, and we're that, back here to week fifteen. Yeah, we're on to week fifteen. So we have kind of a interesting week this week. We have three Saturday games. This is usually the time of the year where they introduce they're getting ready for the playoffs. Uh, so Thursday night we have the Chargers at the Raiders. Raiders are at home at a minus three. You know, I don't. I'm not. I wasn't sure about this one. It's really interesting at the Snoqualmie local casino um, by where we live. They actually have Las Vegas as a plus four. So we're taking we're taking Vegas definitely at that Snoqualmie casino. But for Westgate and Circa, I'm not really sure. I don't, I mean, I, I do like the Raiders, but I think, a, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, a minus three. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Uh, well, these lines, looking at the sheet uh, that they use at the uh, uh, Snoqualmie Casino, it's looked like it's printed on Monday, December 11th at 7.59 in the morning. Uh, and they these are the opening lines. Like, the lines uh, have changed drastically. So Justin Herbert is out. Uh, he, and I just saw this morning, we're recording this on Wednesday morning, uh, that he is out for the rest of the season because he has to have surgery on his broken finger. Uh, so now, uh, like like you said, we had it, uh, the, the current line is uh, Raiders at a minus three. We get it at a plus four. So that's a mm-hmm. seven-point swing. We have to take the Raiders at a plus four. Yeah, that's no Kwame, but I'm not really sure with the, you know, you know, with the Westgate and the Circa, because, you know, with the Chargers, what do we always say when usually that first week when someone's injured, there's that injured player theory. It's Thursday night where a lot of weird things happen in the NFL. So we might skip this one for the big contest, but for the Snoqualmie contest, we're definitely yeah, we, taking we won't the Raiders. Be, we won't be taking in the Circa and the Westgate. Okay. But, um, but we cir- are going to be in Vegas Thursday night because yeah, we're yeah. actually leaving for Vegas. So that would be, that's going to be really fun to watch the Raiders in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, that's why we had to put our picks in on a Tuesday, which was weird, at the uh, Pigskin uh, Snoqualmie Casino because they have a kiosk and they don't use any proxy service. So we had to go there. We're leaving on a plane and we won't be back until the following Monday. So we had to put in our picks really early. We got a little lucky just because some of these lines. Now, granted, we're not the only ones taking advantage of the lines. Everyone else in the contest is going to get the same that. lines. Uh, well, I mean, some of these lines. Will, I mean, how will, many of the what the seventy people are in the Circa and the Westgate are looking and comparing those numbers or watching them change? You're right. Maybe there's there is some people, and maybe there there's isn't. There's some real gifts on this on this contest, <laughs> well, so we don't benefit as much because everyone else gets access to the same lines. But needless to say, most people are probably not going to take the Thursday game just because. We never would take a Thursday game, but now we're taking a Thursday game. Uh, all right, so on to Saturday. Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals are currently a minus three and a half. So that one, we I mean, what do you think about that one in terms of just like the Circa and the Westgate? Because I'm not really sure on that. I know we got a huge gift at Snoqualmie because the Bengals are actually a plus one, where now they're a minus three and a half. So I'm, you know, 
I'm not really sure. What do you think about that one? Uh, well, I think Cincinnati's riding high. Jake Browning can actually mm-hmm. play. He's had two good games in a row. Uh, so you're getting Cincinnati at a high spot. You're getting Minnesota at a low spot. Uh, Nick Mullins is going to be quarterback for the Vikings. I'm sort of leaning. If I had to pick right now at the current spread, they're giving you the hook. I'd probably lean Minnesota, uh, taking the points. Um, you know, but um, uh, at the same time, I could easily, you know, I, I if, honestly, I don't know if I'd put this one in the contest because I think it's a little bit of a coin toss. I like the hook with Minnesota, um, but at the same time, uh, Cincinnati's been playing pretty well. I think they're pretty motivated. Their season after Burrow went down, they realized their season's not over. They can actually make the playoffs because Jake Browning can actually play. Uh, and I think it's elevated their team quite a bit where Minnesota was on a little roll there for a little while. Uh, and then Josh Dobbs kind of came back to reality. Now he's benched. Uh, so, but their defense is playing very well. Uh, Brian Flores, their defensive coordinator, has them uh, playing uh, pretty good football. Uh, they were, you know, they were kind of uh, getting laughed at earlier in the season, but now he's got that team playing like a top tier defense. So, um, like I said, I I probably lean Minnesota, but you know, uh, at the same time, I'm not sure because it's a Saturday game. I'm not sure we're going to put this one in the contest. Uh, next game is Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. Currently, the Colts are at home at a minus two and a half. And we both liked the Steelers on this one. We get a little bit of an edge of value at the Snoqualmie Casino because we actually get the Steelers at a plus three. So we could, you know, maybe push there. So I like that. But even at a plus two and a half, I kind of feel I kind of feel we should swing towards the Steelers. Yeah, uh, JJ Watt and or excuse me, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith, their two uh, pass rushing linebackers, are both in concussion protocol. Or at least TJ uh, TJ Watt is. I'm not sure what's wrong with Alex Highsmith. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna play. They've had extended uh, extended time off with the you know Thursday game last week. Uh, you know, and I think as those have have been announced, they're gonna play. I think that line's gonna continue to go down. I I even said last. Last night when we made these bets that by game time, Pittsburgh will be a minus one and a half, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so we're getting at a plus three uh, at, Snow- at Snoqualmie. Yeah, at, Snoqual- we'll at Snoqualmie, uh, we get one point for a push as opposed to a half a point. So if we push, it's still a point. I'd, I'd take that over a loss any day. The next game is the Denver Broncos at the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions currently are a minus five at home. I know you and I are a little bit split on this one. I really liked how the Broncos have been doing lately. I, you know, they smashed the Chargers. Granted, I know their quarterback got hurt, but I, I kind of like the Broncos on this. But like you said, you like the Detroit on this one. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I think the same thing. Broncos are playing pretty well as of late. You know, they started out the season pretty poor, uh, and now they're trending in the right direction. Detroit's going the opposite direction. Uh, they certainly need a bounce-back spot. They haven't played well the last couple of weeks, even though they, they lost, they won, they lost. They lost to Green Bay, they beat the Saints. Uh, they probably didn't deserve to beat the Saints because, you know, lo- uh, losing a 21-point lead and almost having to squeak it out at the end. And then losing outright last week to Chicago, uh, I think it's a little. And they're out; ho- they're out at home, so I think it's a little bit of a get-right spot. So you're buying Detroit low, and you're selling uh, the Broncos high. That is uh, true, and you know the Lions are at home. It's a good comeback game, possibly. Yeah, yeah right. You're right. Maybe yeah. you're making. Maybe you're changing my mind now. Yeah. Now that it's kind of in that no man's land. Minus four. Uh, so at Snoqualmie, yeah. it's a minus four and a half. Uh, you know, minus five, not a lot, a lot of value, but it's telling you that there's money coming in on Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're just not getting at the best of the number. So um, uh, I probably lean Detroit, but at the same time, you know, getting the uh, getting a plus five with with the Broncos is actually pretty intriguing as well. Uh, next game, this now we're moving on to Sunday. So those are the three Saturday games. Moving on to Sunday, we have Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Carolina Panthers are a plus three at home. 
So I know a lot of the sharps are saying, oh, take the Panthers, take the Panthers, but they always take the Panthers and they never seem to cover. Yeah, right. Or they just like, they just never seem to cover. So of course, one of these weeks, the Panthers are going to miraculously cover and then they'll say, oh, wow, yeah, they covered just like we thought. But I, you know, I would stay away from this one at... At the Snoqualmie Casino, they did have ATL at a minus two and a half, which I did kind of like that hook because they could win by a field goal. But it looks like they're a minus three right now. That could easily change over the week. So I definitely wouldn't take this game because I don't want to take the Panthers. If I absolutely had to take something, I guess I would take ATL. Yeah, at a two and a half, I'd take ATL. At a three or a three and a half, I'd take uh, I don't think right now Carolina is bettable. I really don't think they're bettable. Uh, I understand the situation because you're getting a divisional game at home, uh, you know, getting points at home. So I understand that. Um, but right now the the Panthers are just in disarray. They have an interim head coach. Uh, they're all going to be uh, fired at the end of the season. Uh, you know, so uh, that's a pa- that game is a pass for me. Atlanta should win this game comfortably. Uh, they should really win this game comfortably. You know, they you know with the offensive firepower that they have, uh, you know. Um, uh, it's a, it should be an easy win for realistically as bad as Carolina is, this spread should even be higher than it is. Um, there should be a minus six and a half or something. And it's only a, a, yeah, a, a, a minus is, three. They don't play. They've only gotten lucky when they win. They only seem to just because of pure luck. Yeah. All their games are this three point spread. Every, they either win by three or they lose by three. It seems like every game is and that way. It seems way. like it comes down to luck. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, um, so, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't really like, uh, either one of those, um, uh, games to bet on. Uh, next game is the Chicago bears at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are currently a minus three and a half. Oh, I know a lot of people like the bears, but I know that they're, like you said, trending and they're doing really well. I actually kind of like the Browns a little bit better. We, we got them at Snoqualmie at a minus two and a half. So there's that hook to be able to get a field goal um, at the very end. But I have a feeling over the, right now they're a minus three. I think I have a feeling over this week that that number is going to go down, that people are betting on Chicago, that they're going to bet that number, you know, bet that number from a plus three to probably, you know, maybe a plus two and a half. So I'm, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of torn between them two because I do like the bears. I've had a lot, you know, good time watching them, you know, kind of come alive a little bit, but I also like the Browns because, you know, they've sort of been doing a little bit well too. They, they did well for us this last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Flacco's playing pretty good. I mean, he's thrown some touchdowns, you know, he threw a really bad interception, uh, when we were watching them against the, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. They were good up until that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, He was doing fine against the Rams and then he, uh, was it the Rams? Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it just blew it open. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. But nonetheless, he's still throwing the ball well. Uh, the Bears, uh, I think the wise guys are going to be on the Bears. The public's going to be on the Browns. The three and a half, I like the Bears. Uh, the three, if it goes down to three, and then uh, I think that is, uh, you know, that would be a little bit, I'd, be, I'd lean towards uh, the Cleveland at that point. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it'll go to two and a half. I don't think it'll go quite no, that low. No. I think it'll, I think it'll stay, stay at three. Uh, stay to three. Um, next game is uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Green Bay Packers. Packers are at home at a minus three and a half. Oh, that game on Monday night was so fun to watch with um, the Giants and, you know, beating the Packers and they were, they were dominating that game. So I could see the Green Bay come back They're at home, you know, but it is a short week. I don't know. Tampa Bay just always seems so inconsistent to me. 
it's like a coin flip whether they're going to cover or not. Yeah. Well, I uh, we took the money line on a side bet, not a contest bet, but we had uh, we had uh, uh, the Giants on a money line, plus two fifty money line. So that was a nice bet. Uh, that uh, really was a nice bet. Don't you wish we had taken the Titans on the money line? Uh, well, I think <laughs> I looked it up after the game because I was curious. I never would have thought that they would have been able to pull that game out. It was like five seventy five, plus five seventy five, which uh, you don't see too many money lines like that in the NFL very often, or at least ones that cover uh so this one i don't really have an opinion honestly right now if i had to pick i'd take tampa bay at the uh, plus three and a half or minus uh, excuse me plus three and a half uh but you're right you know packers are at home uh those florida boys going up to the cold uh wisconsin weather um i think there's a little advantage there you know home field and they need a bounce back spot after losing uh to uh you know to tommy devito in the giants uh hey he's uh, becoming a little phenom i think you know people love that guy you know he's uh you know he's actually winning some games which is pretty great uh next game is the houston texans at the tennessee titans uh tennessee currently is a minus two and a half so here we are back at the titans so we're buying them at a really high value after they beat you know miami so i you know i'm kind of split on this one but honestly i would actually take the titans because isn't um the quarterback for the Houston Texans out. Yeah, CJ Stroud. Well, he's in concussion protocol, I believe. But you know, they seem to miraculously they miraculously get them coming back within six days or seven days, whatever it is. Uh, so he might play. But they have uh, Nico Collins is hurt. Tank Dell's out. Uh, they have injuries all over the. Their t- starting tight end is out. They got injuries all over the place. Uh, you know, so it's not really a great spot for Houston. Um, uh, but you know, now this is one of our other ones we had at Snoqualmie Casino. So the opening line, we get uh, we get the Tennessee Titans at a plus three and a half. Uh, so literally, it's like a five point swing. So of course we're taking Tennessee because they still have them as the underdog. Um, but to be honest, this one I'd probably lean Tennessee or or pass. Uh, now if if Tennessee if Houston was healthy, I would lean I would lean Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, you know to you know to fade Tennessee after that um, really nice win on Monday night. Um, but uh, Tennessee, I don't think is very healthy at all. Uh, so I would lean Tennessee or pass on this one. Um, but we're taking it on the Snoqualmie Casino contest um, because we have it at an amazing plus three and a half. Uh, next game is the New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Saints are currently a minus six. So after seeing the Giants play that on Monday, that was amazing. Are they going to be able to do it again? It's a short week. They're at, you know, in New Orleans. I mean, I have I have such a hard time taking New Orleans. They always seem to burn me, and especially at a minus six, that's a lot of points to lay. I'd, I'd honestly, I'd take the points on the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Even even after that really nice win, you you think you'd want to fade the Giants? Uh, their defense has been uh, been playing pretty well. They're scoring points, uh, which is more than most people thought they'd be able to do. And the Saints, like I said, are just sort of a mess right now. And uh, to see that many points, yeah, I mean, right. And, you know, yeah, with yeah. the Saints, and you get a plus six with the Giants, it's almost like you just take the points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, that could be a little bit of a trappy spot, right? You know, this you see the plus six, you're like, oh, Giants all the way. And then or you, they say, take the Saints, they can win by a touchdown, which is yeah, what but I thought I don't, the Ravens uh, like, were going like to do. You, like you said, though, right, yeah, that was a bad one. Uh, like you said, though, I don't trust the Saints to do anything. Their offense is just a mess right now. Derek Carr, and he's yelling at his center on the <laughs> sidelines, and they're having a little spat. Uh, you know, and they, they really didn't, even though they beat Carolina this last week and they really didn't play all that well, they got, uh, most of their points off of special teams, I believe, or defense, defense and special teams. Uh, they didn't have hardly any offensive production. Derek Carr is just struggling like crazy. Uh, so I don't, uh, I, I would lean the giants. I think the giants are kind of a fun story right now. Um, but you know, you're, 
you're 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 fading the Saints, but you're buying the Giants after a really nice uh, uh, underdog win. Um, that would be the time to fade this fade the Giants, at least in my opinion. I don't know, but um, I'd lean Giants or pass. Uh, next one is the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami Dolphins are currently a minus eight and a half. Oh yeah, they are. So at Snoqualmie, we got the Jets at a plus thirteen and a half. So we're totally taking the Jets. You know, I'm a, we got burned by Miami on Monday, so I kind of want to take the Jets just anyway. And after they got their behinds kicked the day after Thanksgiving, I could see the Jets. That's why I kind of thought the Jets wouldn't win this last week. I thought they were doing a look ahead with Miami, trying to figure out how they can they can beat Miami after looking so poor that day after Thanksgiving. So I'm. But then at the same time, you know, Zach Wilson, he played he played a great game. Is he going to be able to repeat that this Sunday? So I, you know, I definitely wouldn't take all those points. I I learn I've, I've learned the hard way. Just don't take such big point spreads, you know, for those favorite chalks. We know that. So I definitely wouldn't go with the Dolphins. If I had to, just with Circa and Westgate, you know, I'd go with the Jets or go with nothing. Yeah, now here's the time where we don't take the Dolphins and they win by yeah, three no touchdowns, <laughs> right? You know, it's just the way the NFL goes. Uh, but we're getting it at an extra five points of value, so we don't really have a choice. We have to take the Jets at the plus 13 and a half. Now, what would that? You know, what would happen in that line if they would have? If the Dolphins would have um, beat the Titans like we had predicted they were going to do, beat them soundly, that line would probably have gone up, right? So it's amazing how one game af- affects the line so much. Uh, you know, five points in a, f- a couple of days uh, is pretty significant. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. The Patriots are at home at a plus nine and a half. I know everybody, you know, is talking about just take the points, take the nine and a half. They're at home. Why not? But the Chiefs, I, you're buying them. Granted, I was going to say you're buying them at a, you know, at a low price, but really a nine and a half. That's a big point spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, yeah, still, you're not buying them at a low spot with, a, you know, they got to still win by uh, 10 points. Um, but uh, again, uh, you know, the, the Patriots beat the Steelers last week and all of a sudden now they're, uh, you know, uh, they're... They they're, look good. They're, well, in one game they did. Before mm-hmm. that, you know, they're, you're putting all your all your investment on, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> Bailey Zappi. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's a little, a little overreaction uh, on that side. You know, because again, wise guys are going to take those points, right? That's the right thing to do. But they're almost in that same category as Carolina. They're just not bettable. Um, but uh, maybe over time they are. Maybe over time that's a sixty percent cover. But you know, game to game, it just doesn't feel like it's uh, Kansas City's desperate for a bounce back spot. Uh, now the Patriots' defense is still playing very well, so that's the only hesitation there, or something that does give some credence that the Patriots could actually keep this game somewhat close uh, because their defense is playing uh, very good football. So. Um, uh, I mean, uh, from a wise guy perspective, it's the Patriots. Uh, the, the Chiefs right now have no business being favored by nine and a half. Uh, you know, so uh, it'd be the Patriots or pass, and mm-hmm. we're not betting on the Patriots, mm-hmm. so I think it's a pass. Uh, next game is the 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are at home at a plus 13 and a half. Oh, that was such a fun game last week with the Seahawks. We got the Seahawks at a plus 12 and a half, right? So we Barely squeaked that one out because San Francisco won by 12. But I know a lot of people at the other books got, what, a 10 and a half or an 11? Yeah, 10 and a half, 11. Then it went up, got bent up to like a 14, 14 and a half. So I think the books uh, didn't do so well on that one. Yeah, I think and then they- it went up quite a bit higher. So a lot of people, I think that the books on both sides lost a lot of money. But I think a lot of um, a lot of the sharps did too because they got it at a higher number at the 13 and a half. 
I mean, I certainly don't have any confidence in taking the Cardinals. Uh, lesson learned from betting on the Dolphins. I'd probably <laughs> uh, you know lean towards the Cardinals just because it's the you know it's uh, they're a home dog at thirteen and a half, which is really nice. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to be betting against the 49ers at this point. I mean, no, we and, had and Seattle looked pretty good, even though they lost by you know twelve points. They 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 started off pretty good. Yeah, they kept it close for as mm-hmm. long as they could. Uh, you know, um, that's why we took it uh, instead of a ten and a half, which we weren't going to take. We took it at a twelve and a half, and they won by exactly twelve. Yeah. Uh, so I could see the same thing happening in this one, uh, but I could also see San Francisco winning by you know you know seventeen twenty one. Wait, wait, when you said ten and a half. What uh, do you mean by that? Oh no, no, the Seattle, the Seattle line from last week, and this one I can. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, this one I could easily see San Francisco winning by fourteen or or more. Uh, you know, so um, I might have misspoke. There. I don't know what I just said, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, what we're saying is no San Francisco, no Arizona. We're probably going to just watch this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next game is the Washington Commanders uh, at the LA Rams. The Rams are at home at a minus six and a half. See, this is so interesting because I have Washington ranked really low but at the same time they seem to like do bad and then all of a sudden they do really good i haven't been able to pinpoint the you know the variable there other than it seems super random to me but i do feel like you're getting los angeles at a really high you know high price there that but they're trying to get you to do that hook so that you think oh well six and a half they're going to win by seven they can win by a touchdown but i don't know i could see this game being a little closer than that yeah, I think this uh, this uh, coaching staff is in sort of the same situation as the Carolina Panthers. Uh, uh, Ron Rivera is the interim, or is that current head coach of the Commanders, was the coach before the Panthers. I think they're all going to get fired. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Eric Bieniemy, which is the offensive coordinator. Uh, and I think that's the thing about Washington Commanders. Their offense is pretty good when they're clicking, and their defense is not good at all. Uh, so, uh, and uh, honestly, I was really impressed with the Rams uh, against the Ravens. I think the I thought the Ravens with the weather uh, going, um, you know, from West Coast to East Coast, that the Ra- the Ravens were going to be able to sort of dominate the Rams, and they really didn't. Uh, uh, the uh, The Rams could have easily won that football game if it wasn't for a uh, a, a punt return that had a bunch of. Uh, from what I heard from some analysts, they said that there's a bunch of penalties on that punt return that never got called. Uh, so I sort of see the the Rams as being an attractive one. You know, like I said, they win by a touchdown, but uh, the Commanders are coming off a bye. You know, who knows if that offense is clicking? Uh, I could see them being able to put up some points. So I think that one's a pass for us. Next one is the Dallas Cowboys at the. Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills are currently a minus two and a half. Oh, that's going to be such a fun game. I can't wait to watch that one. I, you know, I'm, I'm really not, my numbers don't really point either direction because I did pull the Bills up a little bit on the ranking because they did so well last week. But at the same time, you know, I have Dallas, we have Dallas is, you know, up in the top three. So, I mean, I could see Dallas easily covering this. And then, you know, because the Bills had such a great win that they could be a little bit more fatigued from that, you know, from that game. So if I if I were going to take a game, I would, you know, take one of these these teams, you know, the, the model looks like it would be more towards Dallas. Yeah, you know, they're both coming off two really good wins. Dallas beat Philadelphia and the Bills beat Kansas City, both big wins. Uh, so you'd think it'd be a letdown spot for both, but they're both playing each other. So they, you know, someone's got to win this game. 
Uh, Bills are at home. The line uh, at Snoqualmie, which is the look-ahead line, was a minus one and a half, and now it's up to a two and a half. The money's coming in on Uh, Buffalo. So there's a little money. There was money coming in last week on Buffalo against Kansas City, and now they're getting a little bit more love this week. So maybe they're a little healthier than they were. Uh, Maybe something's clicking more. I'm not really sure why they're getting all this favoritism for a seven and six team. Uh, you know, maybe it's the urgency behind the playoffs, right? Uh, right now, Dallas is in a kind of the driver's seat for the uh, for the wild card, possibly even the divisional uh, divisional crown, uh, where Buffalo has a little bit more urgency. They have to keep winning in order to make but the playoffs. Doesn't Dallas need to win this game, or are they pretty much clinch the wild card or even their division? Yeah, I don't know how the math works out exactly. Right now, Philadelphia is still in the lead. Uh, they split, so Philadelphia won one, Dallas won the other. So there's no tie. There's a you know there's no there's a tie there. Uh, so then it's going to come down to divisional record, and I still think Philadelphia has the lead there. Uh, so I don't know how that's going to play out if Dallas has a good shot at that or not, or if they're just going to you know they have a really good shot for the wild card. Uh, so either way, Dallas is going to make the playoffs. Uh, Buffalo, I think needs um, they need to win out. Uh, and I think they might need some help, um, you know, because I think the Browns are right on their tail. Uh, the Ravens are going to win this AFC North. So I think the, the, there's a little bit more urgency for the Bills than there are for the Cowboys. Cowboys could actually lose this game. I don't think the Bills can afford to lose, lose this because I think they're going to lose the division to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so, you know, I don't so know. So the Bills have to win this game. Yeah. So that'll be really interesting. So now you're kind of actually making me change my mind from that, from the math model that, you know, the, the Bills, they got to win this one. Yeah. So yeah. I, maybe if I were, I you know, at a one and a half, we, did, we didn't take them at Snoqualmie, but at a two and a half, would we take them? I don't know. We might hey, still win, stay away still from win, Still one. win by a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, we'll, it's, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, it's um, under three. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, next and game. put it in the show notes. Yeah. The next game, uh, the Sunday night game, Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are at home at a plus three and a half. And of course, after seeing the Ravens, I mean, they won last week, but they just played so poorly like you could just see there just wasn't any you know light in that team I know it was raining so well but. you know to be honest normally their defense is the one that is uh you know pretty consistent but their defense did not play very well uh, I know uh, their safety Kyle Hamilton got hurt I don't know how much of a impact that played but I was really disappointed I thought it was going to be uh, a kind of a lopsided game I read that one totally wrong I thought that the defense was going to shut the Rams offense down I thought it was going to be a little bit of the Mar- Lamar um, run game kind of a situation, and it didn't play out anything like I thought. Uh, so this one I really don't know. Je- uh, uh, the fact that Trevor Lawrence played last week uh, after that ankle injury he had, um, that's a re- remarkable com- comeback. That He could have easily been out for the entire rest of the season, the way that injury looked, and he actually played. He didn't have a lot of mobility, so he wasn't able to run around a lot. Uh, you know, because I'm sure his ankle was hurt. He was probably all hopped up on pain meds, and you know, his, I'm sure his ankle hurt anyways. But this one, I I don't know. I I I'd, uh, I like the hook uh, with the J- Jacksonville, but that also seems a little bit a little bit trappy at the same time. They <laughs> they want you to they want you to take Jacksonville here. So uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch. You know, two of the top teams in the AFC. Uh, you know, but I'm not really sure at this point. A little bit of a coin toss for me. I agree. 
Uh, Monday night game is we only got one Monday night as opposed to the two. I didn't really care to have the two games on Monday night at the same time. It was weird. They both went to they both started at the same time. Both went to halftime at the same time. Uh, you really we were focused on the Dolphins obviously, but we had a money line on the Giants. That's why uh, we had them both on. Yeah, so side was, by side. It was weird to have them uh, you know simultaneously. I don't mm-hmm. think that really served a good purpose. Uh, anyways, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are at home at a plus four. I, you know, I, I see the Eagles favored here. I could see them coming back. I don't know. After that hard game that Seattle played with their, you know, that division rivalry with the 49ers, granted the Seahawks do play really well at home, but this is good. This is going to be a tight game. And I think with being a, you know, a minus four for the Eagles, they're trying to get you to take the Seahawks four is a very weird number. It just looks like there's more value being a four than a three, but well, there, well, there is, well, but still, at the same time, it makes you want to say, oh, I want to take the points. I want to take the points. But I don't know. I might, even though I'm a Seahawks fan, I might take the Eagles on this one. Yeah, it could be a bounce back spot for the Eagles after losing to the Cowboys. Um, but like you said, you know, the 12th man, Seahawks play well at home. Um, there are, they could win, they could lose by a field goal. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. That's that's a, that, that line is very peculiar. Like it's, mm-hmm. uh, it makes you want to go both ways. Like you could justify both of them. Uh, you know, I mean, a complete homer. Okay, Seahawks maybe, um, and F- Philadelphia right now is really not playing all that great, to be honest. You know, no, so. it is even a three and a half. You'd think, oh, let's go towards the. I, I don't know. That four is just a strange number to yeah. me. They've gotten beat twice pretty bad this year. They got beat by the 49ers bad, and they got beat by the Cowboys bad. Uh, and so have the Seahawks. The Seahawks have gotten mm-hmm. beat bad a couple of times too. So maybe these teams are a little closer than we think they are. Or maybe uh, you know maybe the Eagles are just going through a little rough patch. Uh, Drew Locke, I'm sure he's going to be back on the bench. Uh, Geno Smith will play, but Drew Locke didn't look terrible. No, uh, no, you know, he didn't. He didn't look terrible. He didn't uh, make too many uh, mistakes. They were able to move the ball. Uh, you know, so, you know, that one's a, that one's actually a really tough one. You know, you're a little bit biased by Seattle. Sometimes in those situations, we end up fading Seattle because we're sort of biased. Um, but maybe this is the time not to, cause they're, you know, they're a home dog. So, uh, not a little, at least for uh, Westgate and Circa, not a lot of strong leans right now. Uh, we're there. Are, most of them are still kind of up in the air. We've already made our uh, beat the point spread uh, pigskin challenge picks. Uh, we feel pretty good about them. Uh, ironically enough, we took all dogs on that one. Uh, there are, you know, five dogs, uh, which, um, you know, uh, has really been the trend this year. It's been more favorites, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, anything else to add for week 15? No, no, I think this is good. We're going to do some talking and then put the show notes together a little bit later and then probably come up a little bit more solid with our five leans. Yeah, yeah. So uh, good luck, everybody, with week 15. Uh, we'll be back, of course, next week with week 16. Can't believe that the season's almost over. It's a little depressing, uh, but hope everybody has a good week. Take care. Bye-bye.